good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are across the globe. Welcome to On The Sofa with yours truly, Esther Austin. Power-packed and inspiring information, thought-provoking conversations, and so much more. Transform your life, transform your mindset. Welcome, welcome Shirley, welcome Stanley. Thank you very much for your time as well, because I know you're a very busy man. And I know you're taking time out of your Sunday, your Sunday, Sunday, so thank you for that. And so today, what we're going to be exploring is this about um, legacy, legacy planning, wealth, wealth building, and all, all those sort of wonderful variables. So Stanley is here, Stanley Taylor from Affinity Legacy Planning, is going to talk through some of the products and services that he offers, and then you know, at the end, you've got the option to take Stanley details or he can take your details for further conversation. So who is Stanley Taylor? Okay, Stanley Taylor is the Managing Director of Affinity Legacy Planning, LLP, a company that's been established uh, since 2013. The main reason why the company was established was to help our people um, uh, mitigate paying ta- taxes such as inheritance tax, uh, squandering their, their order and funds, etc., etc., losing their property to pay for care fees, and losing inheritance that's supposed to go to their children, which ends up in a sideway disinheritance way. So, for an example, you have a couple that's married, and um, one part, part, party passes away, and then a second, the second partner, which is a surviving partner, remarries and then passes away and the person that that person marries to inherits everything so that the children um, of of the original uh, relationship loses out entirely. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So that is just an example of um, what can happen if you don't have a trust set up. So the the first thing that we try to um, encourage people to do is to write their will. You must have a will. Regardless of whether you've got property or monies or not, everyone should have a will, okay? Um, if you don't have a will, then you are said to have died in intestate. Mm-hmm. And it's left to the court of protection to, to establish control over your estate. Uh, they're a government body and doesn't have to ask, answer to anyone. They don't have to explain their actions and mm-hmm. they can do exactly what they want. They charge the earth. For everything that they do. For example, £175 for a letter, £120 for an email, £55 for a phone call, plus VAT. Okay, so you can imagine it wouldn't take very long for mm. any amount of money that you believe that you had in your estate to evaporate. Okay, so when you consider that having a will made or drafted is only going to cost you £120. Mm. It is madness not to have one in place. Mm. Okay? So if you don't have a will, you are said to have died in intestate, and there is no certainty that your family, your children, your spouse, will inherit what you wanted them to inherit. Because the, 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 the laws of intestacy kicks in, which is what the court of protection uh, establishes, okay, and work to. So therefore, you, you know, you're your cousins, your dog, your cat, uh, long-distance relatives who you may not even have seen for years could get a share of your estate. 
just because you just because you haven't got a will done. Clearly, when you've made a will, you would have said exactly what you would like to happen mm-hmm. and who should fit from from that will. Okay, so first thing we try to do is to get people to prepare their will. Okay, now when you have a will prepared, that is a first step, a very very important first step. But if that particular person happens to have property or monies like life insurance policies, like private pension policies, like shares, like large amounts of monies in the bank or building society, mm. it's a question of protecting it in a trust. If it's not protected in a trust, you're then ending up paying inheritance tax, which can be 40%. Well, it is 40% over and above your amount at your limits okay most people have a limit of 325,000 pounds so if you take into account that a property in london averages 500,000 or more okay uh, and that's just an average property then you will see straight away that there's 175,000 on top of the 325,000 allowance that you've got so 40 percent of that 175,000 which is nearly £70,000, would go to HMRC by way of inheritance tax, okay? Apart from inheritance tax, I've also mentioned how you could lose a legacy to a third party, okay? Where you have a new family comes in and the original children suffers and loses out of of their inheritance, okay? Um, Usually, a property owned between two people is owned jointly, usually. Okay, so what that means is that when one partner passes away, the the other partner automatically owns the assets, automatically. It doesn't have to ask for it or fight for it or apply for it. They automatically own it, okay? So there's nothing to stop that surviving partner selling that property and moving on with a new partner, okay? And not to give anything to the surviving children. And the only way that can be stopped is if there was a trust to protect the assets for the for the children okay so that's something we definitely try to encourage having the will having a trust to protect assets the will does not protect anything it's only a legal expression of wishes okay now trust is something which has um, been around for thousands of years the concept of a trust is to Control everything, mm. control everything, but not to own anything. Try to get your uh, head around those words, okay? Control everything, but not to own anything. So if you don't own it, it can't be taxed, okay? Oh, okay. But for just one example, mm. if you don't own it, no creditors can come after you for it, okay? Because essentially, it's the trust that owns it. But you've got, then, you've got executives and trustees who are working for you as administrators of the trust. So basically, you're still pulling the strings of this particular trust or whatever the contents of the trust is, but nobody can actually pin your name down as far as that trust is concerned to say, I'm going to sue you because you owe me money and I know you've got that amount of money in, in, in that place, right? Because okay. you cannot sue a trust, okay? Now, trust, as I said, has been around for thousands of years. The royal family has trust. The Duke of Westminster had trust. 
he had so many trusts all over the properties he owned in London that he died and left five billion pounds, not million, billion pounds, okay? And didn't have to pay a penny in tax. Mrs. Thatcher had trust, okay? Michael Ezertine, all the rich and famous, all the MPs, all of these people have trust funds, and that's how they protect their assets, okay? Now, that will, that will never, ever change, ever. And the reason why it will never change, sorry, there's a call coming through. I hope you can still hear me. I won't I take the still, call. Yeah, I can yeah, still hear you. Yes, I can hear you. The reason why they will never end trust funds mm -hmm. is because... Oh, there you are. Turkeys, Turkeys does not vote for Christmas, okay? Turkeys will never vote for Christmas, and I think you will understand why, why that is, okay? So if they were to end the opportunity of, of trust funds, then obviously that would affect them as well, right? Okay. So this is, the, yes. this is the reason why there will always be the opportunity to set up trust Now, before, before companies like mine were, was established, it was very, very difficult for ordinary people to set up trust funds and to, and to receive the right advice. Because to receive the right advice is a very valuable thing, expensive thing. First of all, to get independent financial advisors, accountants, solicitors even, okay, um, in order to give you the advice that enables you to put together your accounts and set up trust funds, etc., etc., etc. Very expensive. And obviously, your ordinary person would not be able to, to, to afford it, okay? Mm. So a company like mine doesn't charge for, for its time. I don't charge for my time. Mm. I don't charge for my advice. I charge only for the actual product, okay? So I could spend quite a bit of time speaking to somebody about, on the phone, emailing backwards and forwards, doing all sorts of stuff, even visiting them, etc. Mm. And they could end up doing only a will which costs 120 pounds, okay? Mm. Well, there's no way that 120 pounds is going to pay for my expenses, yeah? Mm. My traveling expenses, let alone the time I'm sitting there consulting with this sort of person, giving them my knowledge, which has been earned over many, many years, okay? Mm. But mm. That's, not, that's not the reason why I do it, do you understand me, yeah? Especially for our community, that is what I'm giving back. I, I'm giving, I have sufficient to, give back okay and my knowledge and i've got a certain amount of feeling for my own people yeah but that's not to say that i'm a black company i am black but i serve all sorts of people green yellow pink brown okay, okay. But when it comes to our own people because they need more help than most yeah then for me it's just it's just something that i do and i love doing it okay so in no way is it a job, okay? I don't view that sort of work as a job. It's a pleasure. I speak to some very lovely people. Um, I have laughs with them. I've got jokes with them. Um, for me, a different location, you never know who you're going to meet. The problem now is that we're in lockdown. So mm. I'm not actually meeting anyone, apart from being on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. Mm. So that's what I'm losing out. Uh, in the sense that usually it's my presence and my personality which flows in front of, the, of, of a client, okay? And I believe that's missing, okay? So I'm seeing you and you're seeing me, but, you know, that's it, mm. yeah? As opposed to sitting in front live.
okay? So when we talk about trust, as long as you've got assets to protect, it is a must, an absolute must, okay? Um, there are very various different types of trust, many different types of trust. So it's a question of selecting, which is my job, mm -hmm. the trust that matches up, which is appropriate for the person's circumstances. Because what we do is, is a, boss, a bespoke document. Whether right, it's okay. A, yeah, whether it's a will or a trust, mm -hmm. it is a bespoke document. So it's fitted around the person's circumstances, okay? Mm -hmm. um, one size does not fit all. So that's the reason why we have to gather information on a client instruction form. And when I've got all of that information, it gives me the, the, the information as to how I can advise that particular client, okay? So you will not find any two wheels of mine the same because no two people are the same, okay? Um, so that's as far as wills and trusts is concerned because I'm mindful as, as to the amount of time that I've got. So I'll move on to another product, which mm -hmm. is called Lasting Power of Attorney. Okay. The Lasting Power of Attorney. There are two different types of Lasting Power of Attorney. One is property and financial affairs. And the second one is health and welfare. Having the last in power of attorney is almost mandatory. Mandatory, okay? Without it, you're really playing with your life, okay? Because if you lose mental capacity, which can be as easy as tripping and banging your head, okay? And there are umpteen other ways in which you can lose mental capacity. No one alive can access your affairs. No one. No mother, no father, no sister, no brother, no husband, nobody, okay? And the only people on the land that could access your affairs, again, is the court of protection. Mm -hmm. I've already mentioned what their charges are, okay? And because you've got two different types of power of attorney, health and welfare, and property and financial affairs, their charges could equate to a thousand pounds in one day. A thousand pounds in one day based on one letter, one email, one phone call, and mm -hmm. obviously two different types, okay? A thousand pounds per day. So as you can imagine, it doesn't matter how much money you think you've got, that money will be wiped away because they can sell your property, they can do whatever they like, they don't have to explain how much they got to the property, they could sell it to their friends, they can do whatever they like, simple as that, okay? So if you're not able to access your own affairs, only the court of protection can do so, okay? And the reason behind all of that is a law which is called data protection. Data protection was ramped up in 2018 to a law which is called GDPR, okay? And that firmly states absolutely no one, no one can access your affairs if you can't access it for yourself. So instead of, um, instead of taking the chance for the court of protection to be charging your, uh, your um, estate a thousand pounds a day, you could take out the last empire of attorney for mm -hmm. both of those uh, which apply, property and financial affairs, health and welfare, for less than 900 pounds, mm -hmm. and they last for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. While you're living, the, the, the last empire of attorney applies as long as you're alive, okay? It takes care of your affairs, which you could be designating your children or your siblings or anyone 
and obviously they won't be charging you a thousand pounds a day they mm. won't be charging you at all okay and until you're you lose mental capacity you'd be in the position to do to carry out your own affairs okay mm. so you're still in charge of your affairs as long as you're able you know your customer customer expenses sufficiently to do so okay but the fact of the matter is because you've got these documents which would have been applied for from the office of public guardian and because you would have put them down somewhere safely and mm. told your children or, or whoever anything happens to mommy all my private papers are here they would be able to use that document that certificate to go to the bank to go to the um the, the gp because don't forget no one can go to your gp and discuss your medical affairs with a gp the gp would never ever ever discuss your medical affairs with anyone else okay the bank manager there's no chance that you would discuss your account with anyone else just imagine if your husband was able to go to the bank show his marriage certificate mm. show his support and say to the bank manager i know my wife has got fifty thousand pounds in the bank give it to me please okay mm. there'd be riots in this country okay so he would be the last person you would want to to be able to go and draw your money out of the bank, right? Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, you have given him legal permission. And the legal permission is in the name of the lasting power of attorney, okay? So I could give you various examples of people, famous people who have lost mental capacity, who would have sworn it could not have happened to them, okay? And this happens every single day, every single day whether it be a car accident or whatever, or a stroke, all sorts of things happen to people. Mm -hmm. uh, I, won't, I won't even mention COVID-19, because long before COVID-19, it was always possible for anyone at any age, at any time, to lose mental capacity, okay? And it happens all the time. It's irrelevant how, how old that person is, okay? Mm, yes. So this is a sensible thing to do, is to make sure you've got that in place so that at least you won't, the court of protection cannot somehow delve into your affairs, okay? Um, okay, so we've spoken about wills, we've spoken about trust, um, we've spoken about the last in power of attorney. Um, I could go to several different, in several different directions. Let me talk about um, prepaid funeral plans, seeing as, um, seeing as so many people are dying these days, okay? So uh, the average cost of a funeral at the moment on the high street, any funeral director is £10,000, okay? £10,000, and that's just an average. I mean, I went to a funeral in November, of that person's funeral costing £35,000. But that was over the top, yeah? But your average cost is about £10,000. Now, why would anybody want to spend £10,000 on a funeral and by the way, the price doubles every 10 years, okay? Mm -hmm. When they take out a prepaid funeral plan costing no more than 4,000 pounds and could be as little as 2,000, 2,500, okay? Now, the reason why people should take out prepaid funeral plans, two main reasons. Reason number one is to avoid emo emotional stress for family members, okay? So you pass away and instead of your children, okay, or husband or whoever, is there fretting and thinking, arguing as to what your wishes would have been, all in good faith, of course, 
Mommy would have preferred red. No green. No, no blue. I know for sure she wanted yellow. Yeah, okay. All, all of that, when you could have sat with them anyway and make, made your own decision, include them, okay? And the funeral company would have that in writing, send you a certificate, and everything that you would have arranged is in black and white, in a certificate form uh, and a booklet form, okay? So that everybody can pick it up at any given time and see what, you, what your wishes were and what you've ordered, okay? Now, these funeral uh, companies, for instance, the one, I'm, the one I work with, they've got 5,000 funeral directors up and down the country. So even if you lived in Scotland, they would have one nearby you, okay? So, so the fact of the matter is, even if you took out a funeral plan for £4,000, which is the most expensive of their four plans, mm. you, you're saving £6,000 straight away, yeah? And they provide every single thing. So if something happened to you on Junction 25 on the M1, for argument's sake, a single phone call, a single phone call to that company, and they would do every single thing that is necessary for the funeral. Limousines, staff to, to, to take care of on the day, everything that you can consider that mm. happens at the funeral is taken care of. And your wishes, I mean, for instance, you could say, I would like Stanley Taylor to sing a couple of hymns, okay? Uh, the problem with that is gonna cost another 10 million pounds. So I, <laughs> I would sort is that, of- is that, that, that would go towards our healthcare because of our ears, Stanley. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a tremendous voice, you see, so it doesn't come cheap. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh my God. <laughs> You're not meant to laugh. I hurt easily. <laughs> Don't start that. You only got eight minutes, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got eight minutes, but hopefully, hopefully you've got the gist. Regarding um, regarding prepaid general plans, okay. Can I just ask one question, Stanley? What, there's 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 a big difference um, between like the prepaid and what you would normally pay. What what, what is why is that? Well, there is very simply because the paying the prepaid general plan is run by a company that's got five thousand funeral directors. Okay, mm. they're able to get special rates from okay. these funeral directors. Okay as opposed to Joe Bloggs going to the funeral director at the last minute and trying to negotiate something with, with no okay. clarity. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, But in an organized manner, yeah, you're taking it out now, you're, you're paying zilch, because don't forget, the price doubles every 10 years. Mm. So in 10 years time, the average cost will be 20,000, okay? 20,000 in 10 years. If you've taken out a prepaid general plan for 4,000, it doesn't matter how much, how long you live for. Even mm -hmm. if you live six years, it will still be the 4,000 that okay. you took. You follow okay. me? So the two reasons, I've, as I've given you, to avoid emotional stress for family members mm -hmm. and to save many, 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 many thousands of pounds. Okay. Right? Really? So as far, as far as I'm concerned, everyone should have a prepaid funeral plan if they want to save a lot of money, because we're all gonna die anyway, okay? Mm -hmm. If they want to save a lot of money, number one, and if they want to avoid family emotion stress, at, yes. a, time, at a time when the family should be in, in retrieving, okay, in their own little world, okay, reflecting on the loss of, 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 of a parent or whoever, yeah, you're asking them to run around 
go here, go there, go there, start matching prices, mm-hmm. arguing themselves as to what your wishes would have been. You could have sat there one, one evening with all the paperwork with you, yeah? And the, the television's there, okay? And uh, let's switch off the television for 15 minutes, guys. I just want to discuss this with you, okay? And you, you, you're involved in them anyway, okay? And once you've done that, the booklet and the certificate goes into a safe, and there you go, yeah? Okay. Until this day. Okay. The last thing I'm going to And just, can I just ask, is there anybody that would like to, to ask any questions at this moment? No? Okay, good information though we're getting, yeah? You would agree? Yeah? Definitely. Yeah, okay. All right, continue, Stanley's story. Obviously, I haven't got much time left, so I'm going to go on to um, equity release, okay? Mm. I mean, I could talk about 40 products, quite frankly, because we do 40 products. But I can but bring you back on another time for, for yeah, those. Let yeah. talk about equity release quite quickly, okay? Mm. Equity release is, the, is a fantastic opportunity to build wealth, okay? People talk about it and don't understand it, and they, they, ignorance is bliss, okay? So I would say to anyone that doesn't understand what it is, to speak to somebody um, who have that knowledge, okay? If they don't want to speak to me, they don't have to, but there are experts all around the place that would explain to them properly, as opposed to hearsay from neighbors and Mrs. Brown down the road and all the rest of it. It's all nonsense. They don't understand it, and, they, and they're really and truthfully preventing people from making the right decision. If you have a property and you're age over 55, okay, you can be said to be asset rich but cash poor, okay? So you haven't got penny in your pocket because all you've got coming each month or each week is your pension, yeah? And that can't keep anybody going. So if there's water coming through the, through the ceiling, you're not able to fix the ceiling, okay? Mm-hmm. You haven't got no money to do anything. You can't go on a holiday. You simply haven't got a penny, okay? You can't borrow any money because you haven't got um, a job. And when they ask you for pay slips, you're not going to be able to produce them, okay? You may even have a bad credit score. So why not release capital from the value of your property, okay? For the amount that you need maybe to fix up the property that you're living in, or even to help your children or your grandchildren, okay? The money you release does not have to be repaid, not a single penny has to be repaid until one year after you pass away, okay? So I'm gonna give you this a very, very quick example of, a, of, the, of that outcome, if that was done, and then I'll, I'll, I'll step out, okay? So you're a 55, so you've got a property worth 600,000 pounds. So you borrowed um, 100,000 from the 600,000. Property prices in London doubles every 10 years. Right. Mine's, mine's trebled in the last 10 years, but it definitely doubles every 10 years, okay? So in 10 years' time, that 600,000-pound property is worth 1.2 million, okay? Okay. And you've only borrowed 100,000. The interest rate is 5% when you borrow, okay? okay? So over 10 years, that's 10 times 5 equals 50. So 50% interest on top of the 100,000 makes it 150,000, okay? So in 10 years' time, we're only using 10 years as an example, okay? Yeah. You could live a lot longer. Property is worth 1.2 million. It's probably worth more because you've used the under thousand that you borrowed to improve the property. Yeah. Yes. So yes. it's probably worth more anyway. Okay. But even if we don't um, talk about the increase because of the 
where you polished it up and all the rest of it, it's still only worth 1.2 million. And all you owe after 10 years is 150,000 pounds, okay? So your beneficiaries have got a property worth 1.2 million and they owe 150,000 and they've got one year after you've died to figure out how they want to repay this money, okay? Mm -hmm. They could talk to the equity release company. There's several options, but even if they want to sell the property, they're going to have a net of 1 million and 50,000 pounds after repaying that money. Yeah, okay. the property is never owned by anybody else other than the original owner. So the equity release company does never, never own the property at any given time. Mm-hmm. So, so many ways that you can use the money that you're taking from them to, to expand your wealth, okay, um, without having to fret about repaying anything back at the end of each month, like as if you had a mortgage, okay? Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. And um, like I said before, this is going to also go in a, into a podcast so that people can listen to it um, as much as they need to afterwards, because this is really good, sound information that we all need to, even for myself, I've learned. I mean, Stanley's spoken to me about some of these things before, but it's just reaffirmed what I even further in my own space so thank you very much Stanley and Stanley do you mind giving out your details to those who are listening um, in terms of how they can contact you yeah um, first of all um, we've got um, the company's details the telephone number of my company which is 24 7 number if you can call it anytime within over a 24 hour period and somebody will answer the phone a live okay. person will answer the phone 0208 I can be contacted directly on 0774-706-5024. I can be emailed on stanley at affinitylegacy.co.uk. The company can be emailed at info at affinitylegacy.co.uk. Our website which is uh, www.affinitylegacy.co.uk. Now, on my website, you've got facility to send a message to email from the website. So you've only got to go on the website and you can send messages from the website, email from the website. You don't have to move off the website to contact me, okay? So whether you want to phone, whether you want to email, whether you want to website it or which whichever way you want to go and naturally the address on the right is 22a st james's square london sw1y4jh brilliant brilliant well stanley thank you so much for your time thank you so much for your advice and um you've got stanley's details and like i said this is going to go into a podcast and i'm going to sort of disseminate that um why do i feel because this is information that people need to know right now so thank you thank you no problem um and then next on uh, are you going to stay with us or are you going to disappear stanley? Oh, yeah, i can stay with you sorry um, next on is going to be Sarah Cruz. Sarah, I believe she's in the room. Yes, she is. Hello, this is Sarah. Sarah's in the room and Sarah is from Jenistar. And once again, she's going to be giving us um, 
she's a financial educator, I, I would say, and she's going to be talking about some of her services and products. And Sarah, also, um, a lot of people have promised to come on, but they haven't. But that's cool because this is going to go into a podcast, and I'm going to um, flash that out because this information is what everybody, like I said, you know, needs to know. Yeah. So, Sarah, welcome. So, if you'd like to introduce yourself, my dear. Oh, can't hear you on me. There we go. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Sorry, yes, can you hear me now? I can hear you now, yes. We all kind of forget. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Esther. Um, yes, my name is Sarah Jean. And can you hear me all right? Yeah, there's a little bit of feedback going on, but I can, we can hear you. Can you all hear her? I can hear Great. So, um, yes, uh, so my name is Sarah Cruz and, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I have, I've had different caps on it in my life, but, uh, originally and for my main profession, I am a dentist, uh, by profession and have been a dentist for 21 years. And the reason why I am now a financial educator, it takes you back to where my beginnings come from. So, Originally, as a dentist, I was very busy working crazy hours, yes, highly educated and very, very focused on what I'm doing, very focused on where I thought my goals were going to take me. And, you know, I had plans and I had sort of definite plans. But during that time, um, as a dentist, you know, we're covered by our general dental council, which is great. But on the other hand, um, we have to be covered um, by indemnity so that in case um, one of our clients or how to grieve they've got somewhere where they can go <clears throat> and so having had those two what they don't actually cover for us was the fact that myself if i fell sick there was nothing to cover me and so i started to look around for you know well, what if i fell sick you know i had a mortgage i had bills i had things and i was a very active uh, physical person i used to do a lot of horse riding so all of these things i needed to make sure my horses were taken care of and you know i had a lot of uh, what i considered responsibilities and like I say, I didn't have anything in place just in case I fell sick. Yes, we don't think about falling sick and I've always been healthy my entire life. We always have to consider there's a possibility even though we don't like to think about it. So I went to see a financial advisor and they advised me to get out a hand insurance, which I knew was quite important because since my profession was really my hands, that's where my, my most value is. So they said what I needed to get a two and a half thousand pounds a month in case I fell sick. What I needed was uh, 200 pounds a month insurance. Now, at that time, I remember thinking, ouch, that's quite expensive, uh, 200 pounds. But having said that, uh, 200 pounds, well, you know, I had my own business at the time. I had my own practice in the city of London. Well, 200 pounds, yeah, I could kind of cover it. You know, I could afford it within the business. But ordinarily, you know, it would have been too much anyway. I still thought it was expensive, but it was important for me to make sure that if I fell sick, I have some kind of cover to actually pay for anything you know, while I, I was kind of incapacitated or sick or whatever it is. So I bought this hand insurance and I had it for two years. So one of the Genista people came to see me to do some planning because I wanted to, I had all these goals, but I hadn't written them down and I wanted a proper plan. And I'd heard that they were doing it for a friend of mine. So I said, please bring them, bring them. I really want to know. So they came to see me to do some planning for me. And the planning that they did for me was, you know, I was blown away by the fact that, you know, when somebody shows you exactly where you are on a piece of paper, because at that time it was a piece of paper, nice, a beautiful electronic plan. 
But you know, until you actually look at every area in your life, you just, yeah, you have all these ideas, I have this dream, I'm gonna do this. But when you see it in kind of black and white, as in clarity, you kind of go, whoa, is that where I am? And one of the things that they did for me is they actually arranged me to get an insurance now, which actually cost me 29 pounds. Now, I remember thinking at the time, 29 pounds, 200 pounds? How come I couldn't see that there would have been a 29 pounds somewhere? You know, I went to see somebody who I thought was a professional and they sold me this 200 pounds insurance. And I didn't, know, I didn't even consider that there was something cheaper that I could get because I, I said, come on, this is too expensive. Um, but he said, no, 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 this is what you need. So I bought it. And at that time I realized that obviously education is key. And um, even though as a dentist, I spent a lot of time educating my clients on how to look after their mouths. So I knew how important education was because as a result of my education to my clients, um, for the last four years of my business, because I had it for 10 years, I didn't do any treatments. So I knew that they understood that if I educated them, they wouldn't have to have anything done. So I know how important education is, but I hadn't actually implied that in finance. So I was scientifically very academic, very educated, but in the financial world, there's a lot I did not know naturally. So I quite like the fact that Stanley brought up some of these things, which you know, for most of us, you don't really need, you don't know, you can't even consider because it's an area you just don't really think about, even just simple things like considering funeral plans. I mean, you know, most people, if you talk to them about that, they're almost saying, are you suggesting something's going to happen? It's not a very comfortable conversation. But nonetheless, education is extremely important. And a lot of us don't realize what we don't know, we don't know. Mm. So going forward, I now in lockdown, not doing much dentistry, I'm pleased to say. Um, but as a dentist part-time, I quite like the fact that there was something in finance that I needed to really explore to make sure that other people who were probably as, as ignorant around finances um, as I was, that should benefit. So though you have to be careful, you can be sensible, but ultimately you need to be aware of what um, is going to impact you and what's going to really help you. So when Jenista um, came along, like I say, I really took it on board. And since then, especially during the lockdown and prior to that, I started working with them to try and reach as many people so that they could actually get this education. So Jenistar is actually a company that is in financial services, but actually their area of specialization is in financial education. This is to make sure that whoever we come across or whoever we see understands certain concepts which will impact their lives and people don't know about this. So we look at people and we ask them, you know, where are you today? Are you in debt? Have you got a retirement plan? Um, have you, you know, you, you're facing redundancy? Um, do you just want more? Or, and in my case, I didn't have a retirement plan. I really thought, well, I was gonna work and work and when I stop, I stop. Um, but, you know, in reality, um, without a financial kind of plan for retirement, it meant that I could go on working to work past the retirement age as a or are. So, you know, depending on where a person is, and now with this virus, um, a lot of people are in a different situation. You know, people are still having to question where they are. People are stressed for whatever reasons. And most people can't even think about where they are beyond this particular situation. So what we do with um, Jenistar, we try to kind of almost not paint a dream, but we help them to achieve their goals and dreams. So we ask people, where are you now? What goal do you have? What dream do you have despite where you are? And what planning have you got ahead of that? And most people, to be quite fair, when we meet them, 
they actually have almost stopped dreaming. They're like, I'm dealing with this now. I've got debts, I've got bills, or COVID has taken over my life now. And people do not plan ahead. Um, and because of that, because they've stopped dreaming, whatever idea that they wanted to have, whatever, when they were in their 20s, they had this vision of where they wanted to be. It's almost closed now, it's not gonna happen. And what we do is we open that up and actually get them to realize it is still possible to achieve your goals and dreams if you put certain things in place. So what we do is we go into um, a, a home, a client's home, or at least now we do it all on Zoom, and we actually go and give them this financial education and the key concepts around money. For instance, one of the things we show them is how they can eliminate their debt really, really quickly. We show them if they've got a mortgage, how they can accelerate their mortgage and take on maybe 10 years and pay 10 years sooner. Um, certain concepts around this. We also teach them something like the rule of 72. And this is something that I, if you haven't heard about it, please go and look it up because it really teaches you how you can actually be in a better situation just by planning and thinking other situations that are there because this is what the banks do and we need to kind of be a little bit smarter with our money so we can benefit um, in the same way. So in so going to see the clients, we actually give them the educations around debt, around protection, about legacy, about securing their family just in case just in case it is a risk management so at this moment in time as some of the things that Stanley mentioned you know funeral planning people wouldn't necessarily think that but right now with the COVID a lot of people are now beginning to think mortality you know what if this happens to me and so things that people should have put in place before are now thinking about them now how to put other funeral plans in place wills and trusts which again Stanley mentioned these are the things that maybe before people would not have thought about. So it's kind of brought people into an area where they've got to think about these things. But we talk to them about these. We talk to them about the various ways that they spend their money. Um, for instance, credit cards, we show them how much interest they pay. And a lot of people have no idea. And it's almost a, really a light bulb moment. And with that, we actually help to create a financial plan for them again, is a complimentary thing. So the education's free, which is great because people who have hardships right now, it's not fair to kind of say, right, we're going to charge you. And really that's not our mission. Our mission is to make sure that people are educated well enough to be able to take action. So we empower them. We definitely don't advise them, but we educate them. So once we've given them the education, we then collect all their financial information, whatever it is, teaching them about credit cards and things like this and what they pay. And retirement age, which literally every person I've spoken to has no idea how much money they get at retirement age. So people haven't planned for it. And people don't know that 95% of the UK population are struggling to live within the pension state. And yet 5% are financially independent. And those 5%, I like to think are not smarter than me, but they just happen to know the information that I don't have. So by collecting all of their financial information, we then create this plan for them. And again, it's a complementary plan, which takes into account every single area of their financial life. So like it covers debt information. It talks about the credit cards, for instance. It talks about mortgage acceleration. It talks about retirement plan. What retirement plan have they got? It talks about their net worth and how they can increase their net worth wills and trusts if that's relevant for them um, and everywhere and protection which a lot of people just do not consider but know that in some cases they need to make sure things are in the right place in case something happened in case there was sickness in case there was death again these are areas people don't want to talk about but today it's real because of what's going on in the world today so 
This is how we educate them, deliver financial plans, and then obviously, based on those financial plans that we create for them, if they have a need, and like I say, when you look at your plan, it is really stuck where you are, where you want to how to get there. <clears throat> so we then arrange uh, an appointment. We refer them to the appropriate experts. So we are not the experts in it. Our real goal is to educate and create these financial plans for them and highlight their needs for them and then facilitate it by referring them to the experts to actually help them whatever area of specialization that they need help with. So in a way, we kind of open people up to know that it's possible. It is still possible to achieve those goals and dreams. It is still possible to get to where you want to get and really focus their attentions on just piece by piece being able to so the plans are actually great because they actually show you exactly how to do what you need to do and you can use the plan on its own but if you need more expert help or advice we then can refer you accordingly so that's really in a nutshell what we do in Genistar. and i personally um in a life-changing experience i know that some of the areas people like stanley cover in much more depth and so we do have people that we refer to for various things but a lot of the things that Stanley touched on are areas that people today are just not aware of and haven't even considered. Um, like the last thing, um, you know, a power of attorney, that's the scariest thing. I only discovered that relatively recently. And I remember thinking, oh my word, how can the court decide on what happens to me if I'm not able to kind of save myself? And neighbor, anybody can decide. It's just mind blowing. But the important thing is that people need to be educated. And I find personally that though I see, like Stanley said, he happens to be black, but he sees everybody. I'm the same. It's not you know, specific for a certain type of person, but I do know that when I do see people of color or people who are like myself, I find that a lot of them because of fear, because of um, just lack of understanding um, they, they feel as if it's something that's taking them in another area, so they're less open to actually learn. And really, I think it's quite important to be able to reach as many people because there's no need for you to be ignorant, especially in our case, we deliver for free. So, and we help you to get a financial plan for free. So really the idea is to reach as many people as possible, to be able to actually get them to realize that these things are there and take a hold and your life can be better you can have a greater net worth you can leave a legacy for your family you can rent your wealth and then build your wealth these are not things that are just for people who are a certain type of person a certain caliber of person a certain sex a certain background a certain culture it's nothing to do with that it's just having the information and being able to use it and empowering you to make the right decisions for yourself and your family. So that's really kind of in a nutshell, um, what it's about. Brilliant, brilliant. And does anybody have any questions? And then if they do or don't, then um, then I'd like you to leave your details as well, Sarah. So anybody got any questions at the moment? No? Okay, well, Sarah, if you can just leave your details, please. Oh, did you show any? No, I haven't got any questions, but I just want to say this has been very enlightening on both fronts. Um, obviously, a lot of this information I haven't had or I'm not privy to. I can call to mind many people who I'm thinking now to, to tell them about whatever this is, you know. So yeah, thank you very much for sharing. And I'll send the podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this down and then I will put it out as a podcast so you can send it around yeah. as well. And so Sarah, before we go any further, if you can just um, leave your details, please. 
Yes, um, just before I actually do that, one of the main things to make people aware also is that obviously we're authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. And like I say, with GDPR and all these things, you know, everybody's going to be really careful so that people can feel comfortable if they share their information that we have to process. Um, you know, they're kind of taken care of in the correct way. So um, the best way to contact me is to either contact me directly and uh, my number is 07939-470-497. And to email me, you can email me directly. And that's Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, uh, this time an H instead of the other one, um, C-K-O, that's Charlie Kilo Oscar at yahoo.co.uk. Um, and that way I can actually at least set up initially maybe the education appointment for you and then maybe go on to do some financial planning for you. And then we can see where you want to be referred for following on from that. So that's why it's a personalized service that we give. So yes, um, just contact me directly. Thank you. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Sarah and Sarah, I'm the one that spells you S A. No, I'm a Sarah. I'm actually a Sarah, but because I've got an H on it, I'm called Sarah, but only in England. Oh, um, okay. In the UK, rather. Everywhere around the world, I'm a Sarah. So, but I have got an H on my name, but I'm so oh. not worry. Okay, well, Sarah and Stanley, the double S's. Oh, and Shirley, S S S. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> That's something. Yeah, S S S. Anyway, um, but thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for the information. Um, like I said, I've relearned, I've spoken to you both in different capacities, but even for me, it's just reminded me of what I'm with as well. But like I said, this is going to go as a podcast. This information is important. Um, it, it really is. So I'd just like to say thank you. Um, your contact details I would also put at the end of the podcast so people can contact you as well so thank you and uh have a fabulous sunday sunny afternoon there's another s in it sunday sunny stanley shirley sarah sarah look at that <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day all, <laughs> all right thank you. thank you thank you very much